No, Marianne, we have three fine men in front of us we here. You indeed. you introduce them. I will indeed. So we're, we're work as, as Geraldine and myself have already said, we're live from the Fecal Festival today. And the Fecal Festival of Traditional Music is going on for the last 36 years. And it is one of the celebrations of music, fecal music, clear music, and traditional music in general. So a long time ago, I heard... Um, Traditional, the, the place where traditional music flourished described as a place where the land wasn't good. And it gave oh. people a chance to play. Because, you know something, it was a lot more interesting then. So this evening we're going to celebrate um, East Clare musicians of the past and of the present. So I'm, we're very privileged to be joined by John Kenny from Kilinina. And John is going to talk about his music journey and his uh, knowledge of a, a musician from Drummondura called Michael Maroney, well known as Rooney. And there was a lot of stories told about him. We have Donald McGrath from Lacru, And Donald had the privilege, Donald, will I say, or at least he, he Johnny Allen, a very, very famous East Clare musician, um, was in his group, well, in his house for years, and and um, while Donald himself wouldn't have known him, he'd have known his stories. And with Pat Ban from Mahrabon, who was a neighbour and friend of Joe Ban's, and who plays the flute, and Joe taught you, Pat, didn't he, or he did some bit with you? Um, yeah, sure. My first introduction to him, <coughs> my first uh, interaction with, with um, live music would be. Joe. Joe, yeah. So, it is, so these are all musicians of the past and of the present, and we might even persuade some of them to play for us. But if not, we'll, we'll work that around it. So I'm going to start. I think I'll start with Donald because Johnny Allen, I think, would be the older of the of the musicians, and Johnny lived in Lacro. Yeah. Uh, no, John, John, Johnny lived beside us. Uh, the ruins of the house are still there, and the farm. Uh, I'm farm on the farm at the moment. He was just field next door from us. And um, he stayed in the house for the last no, a couple of years because um, he was 85 when he died in 64. Yes. So he, I think he was born in, in uh, 1879. Yes. And, um, 18th of May, actually. Was it? He yeah. died in April yeah. and uh, in 64. I was born in February in 64. So I always claim, I was telling Petty here before the programme, my claim to fame was that uh, when God closed one great door, he opened another. <laughs> Absolutely. That's the way it's Absolutely. So I always always say that below at home. But um, as I say now, it's only from what I hear about him. You know, I've heard uh, different stories, this um, conflict reports uh, that he was quite like to keep his music to himself. And then I was talking to Mickey's last week in Raheen, my father's mm -hmm. cousin, and he told me he get, John James Lucknan, Jer's father, got all lessons from him. To th from him, he learned to play. Yes. You know. Yes. Uh, so we had the walk in Thursday and we, the walk stopped and uh, we're near the house and Ted was actually talking about uh, Captain O'Neill. Yes. And he read an extract from what Captain O'Neill wrote that uh, it was great to hear. Uh, I haven't fully right now, yes. but it was great to hear uh, the music of Jenny Allen compared to a lot of the music that he was meeting. I suppose with Captain O'Neill made yes. him famous, pr famous prominent. Yeah. Famous, Sorry, I'm just going to ask you there. Oh. Was he self-taught that man? No, yes, I don't. No, know. he wasn't. No. He no. was taught by Blind John. Yeah, Paddy Mac. Paddy Mac. Yeah, Blind Paddy. Paddy was from Holy Bridge. 
Yes. Mm. He taught a lot of the musicians around here, didn't he? Yeah. He'd have taught Pat Kenny. Paddy Kenny's father. Yes, and uh, uh, one of the things that I came across in my research for of um, Danny Allen was that that uh, he wasn't a recluse. He was very generous with his music and with teaching right. people for years until Captain O'Neill sent him a copy of the book that he had. That he had, he had a lot of his tunes in it. So Captain o Captain Francis O'Neill was a. A uh, captain in the Chicago police, who was very much, he was from Cork originally, mm -hmm. and he was very much into his Irish music. And he, he has written quite a number of volumes of, uh, of collections of Irish music. And one of them was The Dance Tunes of Ireland. And I think it is also called Cap O'Neill's. O'Neill's 1001, yeah. yeah. And a lot of the tunes in that came from, a lot of them came from Johnny Allen. Yeah. And he sent him we, a copy of the book. We have it signed, a yeah, signed copy. You, you have it? We have it, yeah. Oh, brilliant! Oh. That's brilliant oh because yeah. because a lot of the the after that, some of the locals said that he went into a recluse. He was so overwhelmed by seeing his <laughs> name on the book. My yeah, God. because the stories I heard was that uh, people used to go up his bunga. He had a cottage, we'll yes. say, and the back the land was practically up to the level of the roof, right? So the people used to actually go up around to the back of the and stay on the bank at the back and they could listen to him play and they used to pick up the Janjo Maroney and Dennis Maroney, yeah. our neighbours as well, and that they used to pick up the music there, that way. Coming up through the chimney, that brings us <laughs> yeah. nicely into Rooney because one of the things that was told about uh, Michael Maroney was that he went to learn some of Johnny Allen's tunes and he wouldn't open the door to him, but that he sat on the bank and he heard the music rising up through the chimney. Wow. And that An amphitheatre in vehicle way before his time. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, John, you remember uh, Rooney, do you? Well, I didn't know he was dead before I was born, um, but I knew um, his family. Yes. And um, the daughters, and I knew um, his son Kevin very well. They were Kevin Rooney, yes. and his uh, his great grandsons actually down in Kilcolgan and Galway, Neil Martin and um, Adam Martin. They're fantastic musicians. That's it has come right down the line, which is great to see. Um, but uh, yeah, I'd have known Kevin much more so than than Michael. Yeah. But uh, Kevin, I knew him very well, and he was a local character, and he was—you'd know that he was full of music. And any time I'd meet him, he'd uh, be talking. His favourite reel was the the Sally Gardens, but yeah. Okay, okay. So that's the, and um, so there there would be a tradition of music in Drumondor and Kilnane as well. There was, yeah. Um, I grew up and. Um, in the family pub and Kenny's and um, there were always people coming in there was always um, music and set dancing and singing as well. Um, when we started off um, in the National School we were, our first assignment was to do st step dancing but oh. when, when we was to come home my mother used to bring us out into the lounge bar myself and my sister was Anna-Marie and Geraldine and Joan and Martin and make us do the step. But the only bit of music we had was a local man called Dinny Coffee and oh, he yes. was he was lilting for us. <laughs> and looking back, we took it for granted at the time, but um, looking back, yeah, listen, uh, remember now he's be uh, lilting a lovely tune, the Fermi Lassies. And he was very musical and beautiful rhythm. And... Um, there was another woman, then a local woman called Mrs. Coppinger, who used to come in and she used to play a few tunes on the accordion and she was great character. So there was always great music around there and um, uh, two local accordion players, Michael Sheedy and Ned Fahey, were just always freaking frequent and come in and play. And um, so 
we used to take it for granted, but we were very lucky to the, have all the that. The accordion is your own instrument. Was that where you where you started with it? It was. My father had an accordion and uh, he used to play a few tunes every Sunday after Mass. And uh, my mother's family then, um, both her parents played concertina and oh. she had two brothers who played, Matty and Michael. I, I knew Michael, he lived in England, he used to come home occasionally and we'd play tunes at him on the tin whistle. And um, I heard a funny story about him from a local man up there near him, James Britt, was telling me one day that um, he said, God, he says, Michael, just be out saving the hay and he'd stop up and start playing the tin whistle. <laughs> <laughs> With a tradition like that, people in Fecal can't escape the, oh. the fact that there's just yeah. so much music around. It's wonderful, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. It's, indeed, yeah. it's just one of the things that, um, just before we come on to you, Pat, uh, that I had read to in Paddy Kenny's book, you know, there's a, there's a book out recently about his, it's more conversations with him than his life and times, with a certain amount of his life and times. But he said they were they were at the threshing one day, and he heard all the neighbours talking about this lad above in Drumandura, and he'd rather sit and play the he played the tin whistle, tin whistle yeah. that he'd rather sit and play an old tune than save the hay. <laughs> and he reckoned this is a man after my own heart. I'll have to go and meet him. Yeah. And he became great friends with uh, Rooney in his old age yeah, at yeah. that stage and thing. So Pat, we'll talk for a minute about Joe Ben. Joe, Joe is probably the best known uh, because he was alive up into the 80s. That's right, yeah. So just, just before we get on to Joe, yeah. there's another fecal connection that Captain O'Neill oh, yes, yeah. was married to a fecal woman. Oh, really? That, that's what brought him to fecal at that time. That's right. Oh, I didn't realise that. Tuhi. Um, was Tuhi or Rogers? Oh, I'm not sure, no, I thought it was Tuhi. But yeah, I think t- t- Rogers. Could be. Okay. Um, but that's what brought him around to Fetal. That, that, that he was married to a... a I, I know it said on something that I was looking at that he met her on the boat going out to England from Cork. Yeah. But they didn't get married for years afterwards. That, no, so. he, he walked to the cabin by, I think, after leaving Cork. Okay. And he was in the ships for a couple of years and he met this... Woman. Woman. Yeah. Going out with her family, immigrating to America. Yeah. And they struck up a relationship. Yeah. And a couple of years after, he followed her up and oh. they ended up getting married. Oh, that was, that's, mm. I, that's very interesting yeah. now. That's, yeah, the rest that's is history, is it? The rest <laughs> is, absolutely. Because he, he was, um, when he retired, he's been nearly all, he, he retired in the early 1900s and he didn't die until the 1930s. So he spent all that time collecting Irish music. Yeah. Did, yeah. He must have been totally enthralled with it. Yeah, yeah I think he had a very uh, unfortunate life. They had 10 children, I think, and five of the boys, and one of the girls died. Oh, oh my God. goodness, I didn't realise that. Yeah, um, yeah. There was all his music in their house, seemingly, yeah. until the last of the boys died, and then the he mother said, no more. No. So there was never music played in the house after. Oh God. But he still went on and, and, and re- you know, uh, recorded the music. Yeah. Or, yeah, no, collected and collected yeah. the music, sorry. Yeah. And I believe the, 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 uh, the thing, a lot of people say that because he collected the music, it has kept a lot of the tunes that might have been oh, absolutely, lost. Yeah. Yeah. In the, um, did he stay around Fecal? Do you know? I think only for a short time. I think they came on holidays. Yeah. You know, and uh, um, what you call it, bus mentality. He went around and collected the music while he was okay. while he was here. Okay, that's. Uh, so. What about your own musical journey now? Um, my own, but as I said earlier, my first introduction to music was through Joe. Yes. My f- barnyard would be only a stone's throw from where Joe lived. Yeah. Um, so 
So if we were out in the evening feeding calves or something, Joe would be finished his day's work. And supper would be over, and you could hear Joe playing the flute. Oh, isn't that lovely? And just, mm. you know, to, you'd stand, as I said, you'd stand in the rain mm, yeah. to, to listen to like. He seems to have had a huge influence on an awful lot of musicians, like Martin Hayes would credit him with influencing, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And Mary Mac, yeah. They, yeah. Yeah, they have great time for, for, yeah. for Joe's music. Mm-hmm. I suppose technically, it wouldn't, he wouldn't be as accomplished as some of the modern musicians, but he's the most beautiful style, rhythm, yes. you know, uh, yeah. just gorgeous music to listen to. Like, mm-hmm. you know? mm-hmm. yeah. So it was a privilege to have, have helped him. One of the things I, I saw about him was that um, that he, he mightn't always get the tune that another person was playing, but he was able to add bits that gave it a flavour and a subtlety that a lot of people liked. Yeah, which sort of, there was no reco- way of recording tunes that time. Yeah. So the only way they had to get in tunes was to hear them when they're out at a, yeah. as a dancer, that, and they'd try and bring it back in their head. Yeah. Yeah. But sure, by the following morning, or two or three days later, the tune would be getting a bit mixed up. So they made them their own, in a so way. So they made them their own, yeah. 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 <laughs> Johnny Allen wrote music, didn't he, Donald? He did, I think, yeah. Yeah, he'd have he'd do, to be recorded someplace that he would have written some of the tunes himself. They have, um, Ted was reading out, there's Johnny Allen's reel, there's um, The Humours of Fecal. Maids of Fecal. And the Maid of Fecal. Maids of Fecal, yeah. yeah. And there was another one as well, Ted. Um, Lacquerol reel, though. Something like that. Yeah, Ted read out three fair things of him, like. Yeah, Captain Neil would have got those that time, I'd say, off, 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 him. off Jenny Allen. Like, you know. And I presume he, he recorded them in notes. It was sure there wouldn't have been any other way of recording, would there? Sheet music, yeah. Uh, would that he, that he, Captain O'Neill would have recorded them as the written notes. I, I think he wrote them out in notes and he only heard them played. He wrote them out himself, yeah, oh, yeah. I think that's right. what he did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, that was a great, a great It was a great it was, yeah. Yeah. yeah, but I, I believe Johnny Allen could read music. That was one of the things oh, okay. that, that, that or had learned someplace along the way. Yeah, I think he was taught, once he got this book, the Bible, oh, yeah. we call it from <laughs> Captain yeah. O'Neill, that he was, someone showed him how to read the music. Oh, oh yeah. And, he, and he brought a lot of the tunes out of the book, mm-hmm. which, you know, tunes that weren't known in the local area. Yeah. So that's why people were so interested to play with Johnny. Yeah. You know, oh. And that probably brought him through the chimney. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Lisa has his fiddle at the moment, so hopefully oh, she'll. Oh, very good. Oh, isn't that make, um, use of it. Those instruments, isn't it? There's a string uh, broken, I think, at the moment. Yeah, yeah. but yeah, yeah. Fiddle but is there. It's still there. Yeah, because they they only get better with age, really, don't they? The, all, yeah, 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 and even the girls that we we met them at the concertina um, yeah, the other evening, and uh, they were st- they, one of the one of the tutors had access to a concertina that was 100 years old. That's right, And yeah. she said the sound of it, once they they must have redone something with it, did they? I that don't know, I suppose you can, can... I think it can be retuned, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah it, was, it was amazing. Guys, are you going to play a lovely bit of traditional music for us to finish this part uh, I, of the I, I, show? Johnny's, I wasn't... I, didn't, I, I didn't come prepared <laughs> now, so... Johnny oh, yeah. So, so just very quickly before, did, did Rooney write music, John? I'm not sure about that, but uh, no, Dr. Bill Lucknan recorded him in, oh, in the yes. 50s, and there's a CD that, um, that, we, that we have got a copy of 
that he recorded um, and does a beautiful, very musical and beautiful settings of tunes in it. And my, myself and my good friend Pat O'Connor, we've listened to it quite a bit and we love his style of playing and yes. we like to play his versions of them, yeah. There's, there's a very um, funny story told, uh, just very quickly, about... Because uh, Dr. Bill was a great friend of his, wasn't he? Yes, and um, so Rooney was playing... Uh, Dr. Bill had arranged a concert in Innes, I believe in Pedicons, and uh, so he... Uh, and the guest at the night was Rooney. And Dr. Bill came out on stage and he announced to the way, at the time, Mickey Rooney was doing a promotion in Ireland for one of his films. And Dr. Bill came out on stage and he said, we have the great privilege here tonight of having our own Mickey Rooney here. <coughs> and everybody waited for Mickey Rooney to appear. And our friend Rooney. And they had a, they had a great night then. Yeah. So that's the... Part of his, uh, part of his, uh, what's the word? Reputation. Yes. Pat, you were going to say something. No, only if, if Dr. Bill was there, you'd always have a good night. <laughs> oh, <yes. laughs> Michael Moroni's um, was a barn dance that um, I learned off the CD, and it is on Pat O'Connor's latest um, recording called Glossia. So, you know. Oh yeah. What's the way they go now? Talk amongst yourselves there for a second. No, that's <laughs> there you go, Jeff. Yeah, fine. I, I'm, I'm just getting the note there. It's one of the, uh, my favourite pieces of it. Is going on well, and that everybody is still. You're playing, John. Uh, you're in the sessions, and yeah, uh, here and there, and yeah. Pat, are you playing? In yeah, 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 yeah. It will be a chart, or will you? Yeah, usually shots, yeah. Yeah, around yeah. everywhere. So Donald hasn't... I may look around. <laughs> like myself, Donald. <laughs> and but you enjoy well, it. I do. Mary make his thought. The two girls, yeah. Lisa and Laura, yeah. play would be. Oh. Yeah. And we, like, we, audiences are needed too. Absolutely. Yeah. Dance. You wouldn't have the musicians if you didn't have an audience. No, so. you wouldn't. And and I suppose the thing... But it's like uh, the energy that live music brings is amazing, isn't it? And mm. the way it uplifts. Uh, Absolutely, uh, yeah. Uh, but it's wonderful to hear of the tradition and the history because the background is everything really is yeah. you know it's the it's what spurs the young people on isn't it I, I'm very grateful to you and I while I'm not a traditional music 
above. I can appreciate talent and good playing when I hear it. So thanks a million for coming in and starting off our programme this morning. Thanks, thanks a lot. Thanks very much. Thanks for inviting us. Thank you very much. I really appreciate this. Thank you.